0: Dear Franny podcast is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the world's largest provider of audio entertainment. I myself have over 100 books that I have downloaded from Audible on my phone right now. And if not for Audible, I would not be able to keep up with all of the books and all of the podcasts that I want to hear because life is really, really busy. But with Audible, you can take all of your titles with you on the go. They sync across devices and I love when you can listen to the author read their own book. So Arlen Hamilton, who was a guest on this podcast, a few months ago, she wrote a book called It's About Damn Time, and I loved listening to the audio version of that book and listening to Arlen's voice tell me her story. So I'm a big, big fan and a longtime subscriber of Audible. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get a free 30-day trial of Audible by visiting audibletrial.com slash Dear Franny, Audible Trial, A U D I B L E T R I A L. Dot com slash Dear Franny. When you use your trial, you can cancel at any time, no strings attached. And the title that you get, and you get two titles if you are an Amazon Prime member, whatever titles you get, you get to keep them. You download them and you get to keep them forever, even if you wind up canceling your membership. But I don't think you will because it's that good. So visit AudibleTrial.com slash Dear Franny. Hello and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. Hello, thank you so much for listening. Happy Friday, happy Valentine's. (laughs) Valentine's Day is upon us and I know that this can be a challenging time, a challenging holiday, challenging day for a lot of people. And I certainly have had my share of Valentine's days where I felt disappointed and lonely and like I was the only person who didn't have a Valentine or like I had a Valentine, but my Valentine didn't do anything to make me feel particularly special, right? For whatever reason, I guess I tended to have dated men who are not into Valentine's Day. (laughs) And I'm not that into it either, but you know, I think even if you're not super into Valentine's Day, it's hard not to be affected by it. It's hard not to reflect on it. It's hard not to have some type of feeling about it when you are single and you don't want to be single. So I'm talking to you. If you put yourself in that category of being single but not wanting to be, this episode is for you. So I started out by refreshing my memory on the history of Valentine's Day. And it's hard to know exactly the origins of Valentine's Day because so much of history is very murky. But the Catholic Church recognizes three different Saint Valentines. There are three different historical figures who were martyred. And there's a lot of, it's not very clear exactly what's true and what's fiction, but in all of the kind of different accounts, there are these very romantic figures, not in that they themselves had romance necessarily, but in one case, there was a Roman emperor who said that young men were not allowed to marry because he felt that single men made better soldiers. And so he outlawed marriage for young men, and then there was allegedly a... Valentine, a priest named Valentine who was marrying lovers in secret. So, obviously, that's very romantic. There is another account of a Valentine who was imprisoned, who, while he was imprisoned, actually healed a sick prisoner before he was decapitated. And that's another Valentine. So, anyway, long story short is that there are these different historical figures that it's all very cloudy and no one knows for sure, but allegedly these were the original. St. Valentine's. And then there was this pagan holiday called Lupercalia that I won't tell you the whole story of that, but it had to do with fertility and there was a matchmaking element, but it was all about like sex and procreation. And there were goats that were sacrificed and hides. People were slapped with bloody hides, but it was all meant to be good luck and for fertility. And that holiday took place on February 15th. And so as history often did, and as the church often did, they would take pagan holidays and they would repurpose them for, you know, a more Christian or more approved purpose. And so part of the origin of Valentine's Day or the belief around why it is on February 14th is because of this Lupercalia holiday on the 15th. And this was to kind of bridge that gap between the Christianity and the paganism. And then there's also something to do and speculation about bird mating season. And so that also has something to do with the timing of Valentine's Day. So I gave you all of this little history, very, very brief history of Valentine's Day, just in terms of its origins, just to just point out that you know, nothing has any meaning other than what we assign to it. Right. And I'm not saying, Hey, so just pretend Valentine's day isn't about romance and celebrating with the one you love. And like, I'm not even saying that I'm just saying that, what do you want Valentine's day to mean to you? So love is not this thing that is outside of yourself that is separate from you. So just because you do not have a romantic partner at this moment to celebrate Valentine's Day with does not mean that you do not still have all of the love inside of you that you ever have and ever will have. Like Think about that. All of the love inside of you, even if you think about the term someone being an object of your affection, it's not like the affection was invented for this person. It's not like you never had the ability to be affectionate and now you do you've always had this within you you've always had that love within you you may not have always felt free to express that love but it's always been inside of you and it always will be inside of you because it is who you are you were born with love and you were born deserving of experiencing that love. And even though obviously partnership and not just romantic partnership, but having people that you love in your life, I mean, that's what makes life worth living, right? Our connections with other humans. However, it all starts with our connection with ourselves. And I invite you to use this Valentine's Day as an opportunity to go deeper into that connection with yourself. If you were to write a Valentine's to yourself, What would you write? How can you send love to yourself, including and especially the parts of yourself that you see as unlovable? How can you start to see yourself as being love? The love that you have for other people, the love that you have for the things that you're passionate about, the love that you have for art or music or nature, the love that you feel inside of you that you have the opportunity to access at any time. That's the thing about love. It's always there we can always choose it. And we can always choose a loving action, including a loving action towards ourselves, even when we're not 100% feeling it. So even if you're like, oh, I don't want to send a valentine to myself. I don't want to send love to the parts of myself that are unlovable. That's okay that you don't feel that way, but you can still choose to do it. You can still choose to acknowledge those parts of yourself. You can choose to send love to them because that love is healing. So instead of thinking about that, Valentine's Day is being just about romantic love and what you're doing with a partner. How about thinking about using it as an opportunity to heal? Because the only thing that heals is love. And we can all use some healing because Lord knows we've all been through something. Most of us have been through a lot of something, right? So life is challenging and we deserve compassion and we deserve to take the time to go deeper into loving ourselves, into knowing ourselves, into appreciating ourselves. Those of you who've been listening to this podcast or who've known me or heard me speaking on Clubhouse or wherever else, you know that I talk a lot about self-love. And I talk a lot about self-compassion as the first element of self-love. So even if Valentine's Day is a day that feels shitty, it's a day that makes you feel alone, that makes you feel maybe worried or fearful that you are never going to have the love that you want... Especially if you feel that way, I encourage you to start with self-compassion and just giving yourself the act of love of giving yourself a break for feeling the way that you feel. Your feelings are valid. They're not facts. But they are valid. So you want to always validate those feelings. Give yourself a break for feeling what you feel. Because if you are beating yourself up for feeling what you feel, if you're telling yourself, I shouldn't feel this way, or this is dumb, or da-da-da, it's a dumb holiday, and who cares anyway, and I'm dumb to care about it. If you are doing that to yourself, you are generating shame. And shame does not help anyone, least of all you. So self-compassion is incredibly, incredibly important. And then you have an opportunity once you've gotten that shame under control and you're able to reset to that baseline of compassion that we all deserve. Then you can ask yourself, if I did believe that I was worthy of having the love that I want, what would I do now? And maybe you give yourself a break. Maybe you would sit down and do some journaling and really reflect on what your deepest emotional needs are and how you can start to fulfill them for yourself. Because the more that you are able to do that for yourself, the more that you come together in partnership with another person, you aren't coming from a place of lack. You're not coming from a place of, I need this person to experience this, right? Person is a compliment. They're an addition to the joy, to the love that you feel. They are not the source of it, right? So that self-worth question can be a really challenging one. And... I encourage you all to reflect on it. Really reflect on if I believed I was worthy of having the love that I wanted, what would I do next? And maybe you would get online. Maybe you take a break from online dating because you know that you're feeling really overwhelmed and maybe you're not in the best headspace, you're not making the best choices. Maybe you would recognize that being more vulnerable is actually the key to having the intimacy that you want with another person. And maybe that would be the thing that you really commit yourself to deepening is your ability to be more vulnerable, to show up with more authenticity, to be more discerning of who you give your time and attention to. Of approaching love and relationships from a place of abundance and not from a place of scarcity. So, this is not about having a perfect answer, but it is something to reflect on because even that reflection is an act of love, right? And then you give yourself credit. What can you give yourself credit for? What can you validate about yourself? Again, this is an act of self love. How can you care for yourself? What can you do on Valentine's Day to make yourself feel loved? I mean, it may not be a huge thing. It may be you cook yourself a delicious meal. It may be you take a walk in your favorite place in nature. Maybe it's that you spend the day reading your favorite book or doing a movie marathon or whatever it is that lights you up. Maybe you're going to see me at the True Love Summit, (laughs) which is happening this weekend. And side note, for those of you who are on Clubhouse and you maybe are not attending the True Love Summit this weekend, I am hosting a sound bath, a heart opening sound bath called Love Notes. That is for everyone. It has nothing to do with being in a partnership. It has to do with you being a human who is an embodiment of love because that is what you were born as and that is what you are. So that's happening Sunday night on Clubhouse. For those of you who are on Clubhouse, this is Valentine's Day. And unfortunately, that's not going to be available anywhere else because of the sound quality issue doesn't really work well on Zoom. So it's only happening on Clubhouse. But I digress. (laughs) So if you can't attend a sound bath, what can you do that's going to really be that act of self-care towards yourself, which is an act of self-love? And then finally, what about yourself can you be grateful for? Not just what you have and what you've done, because those are all amazing things to be grateful for, but about who you are. What about who you are can you be grateful for and can you celebrate right now? Because there is always something. It could be your resilience, your humor, your perspective, your talent, your creativity. It could be your empathy. It could be anything. There are so many parts of you that are incredible, that make you, you. So how about this Valentine's Day, you spend some time celebrating that, celebrating you and being grateful for who you are, for who you get to be on this planet. So that's my Valentine's to you, that you are born deserving of love. You were born embodying love and there's nothing that can happen in the world that takes that away from you. That is who you are. And wanting romantic love, wanting that true love partnership, hey, listen, you know, that's what I'm all about. And I relate to that desire very, very deeply. That has been one of the motivating factors of my life, which is how I wound up doing the work that I do. If I wasn't so passionate about romantic love, I would not be a love coach, (laughs) but I am. But I also know from my own love journey and from the love journey of many of my clients that it really, really, truly starts with us. And the more that we can go into that self-love, the more easily we can experience that love with other people. I promise you. So this Valentine's Day, my wish for you is that you are able to tap into and experience that love of yourself, that gratitude for yourself, that care of yourself, that compassion, that acknowledgement, that worthiness. It's my wish for you this Valentine's Day and always. Thank you so much for listening. I know this was a little bit of a different type of episode. I just like launched right into it. (laughs) I'm also recording a video of this. I don't know if anyone's ever going to see this video, but maybe. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for... Giving me some of your time and your attention today because your time and your attention is so, so, so valuable. So I really and truly appreciate it. For those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while, maybe you've already subscribed, maybe you've already rated it five stars, (laughs) maybe you've given it a review, maybe you've shared it with your friends. And I appreciate you and I thank you so much for doing that. And if you haven't done that yet, guess what? There's still time. (laughs) You are still welcome to do any or any of those things, I would really appreciate it. And I also invite you to stay in touch with me. I am at Dear Franny on all the socials and at Dear Franny Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And there are lots and lots of ways to connect with me and what I'm doing out in the world. And I shall let you guys know because if you are someone who has discovered human design and you are interested in going deeper into your human design, I also wanna just let you know that I created this guide. It's a PDF to dating by your human design. So whether you're a projector or a manifester or a generator or a reflector or a manifesting generator, I have customized dating advice for you in my dating by your human design guide. And you can text to get that guide. Text the number 44222. That is a U.S. local number, 44222. And you're going to text the word dating HD all one word. So dating HD to the number 44222. And you'll get your free dating by your human design PDF. So I just wanted to let you guys know about that because I'm excited about that guide. All right. I'm excited about you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening and stay safe, stay healthy. I love you. I want you to love you. And the more you fall in love with yourself, I promise the easier all of this dating and mating stuff becomes. Okay, till next time. Bye.